Hi, thank you for listening and now watching Intuition Your First Sense as it goes to my YouTube channel and with <laughs> Vicky's editing skills. So let's be kind out there, okay? There's a whole level of learning that goes into this uh, creating podcasts and YouTube videos. I have a whole new respect for people in in that regards but i really appreciate you tuning in being part of what started as podcast episode 79 right now and that's ex always exciting for me and a, a lot of the times because you people make me think like there's i like to think but there's more if someone's waiting on you if someone's expecting the episode to be up on a Wednesday, like Mind Drop, and trust me, people let me know, there was one time, one time in 79 episodes, it just didn't get sent over from the, um, from the hosting site. And uh, I got emails, I got texts, where's my podcast? <laughs> and I'm like, wow, you people are really efficient. So the consistency of that is, is really important. And that's what this episode is about. It's about creating the um, patterns, the habits, the things that support us in our lifetime so that I truly believe we can be in joy. And while living an intuitive life means listening to that guidance that comes in and that comes up from the heart and everything, we better balance that with logical thought and with our humanness because as we blend our soul with our human self, it ends up creating just this dynamic being that we all are. And without some consistent process to that, it can you can become ungrounded. You can become a little too flighty, a little difficult for people to be with, around actually if you're just a little bit too much in that non-physical space, like everything is energy. Well, of course everything's energy, but there isn't, not everything that happens is a result of, you know, some magical system that happens. Sometimes a frog's a frog. So with consistency, you end up having things that are dependable within your life, right? So you create the patterns, the systems, the um, just the fact that you brush your teeth, I hope, twice a day becomes a thing that's consistent that then gets you into the nice pearly whites um, that keeps you from having a lot of dental work needed. So this week, that's what we're talking about. And consistency is, it's an agreement or a harmony of parts uh, uh, that features to one another or a whole, according to Merriam-Webster anyway. So when I read that, I was like, what the heck are they saying? And that I had to think about it because agreement or harmony of parts or features to one another or a whole. And I'm like, hmm. I'm still not getting it. So it was a little dense when I looked it up, but then I thought about it and I'm like, wow, that actually does make sense because as we're, as you're intending to create this life and this um, way of being, hopefully that you really enjoy your life and that you have your spiritual connection and you have 
your humanness and your relationships, of course it all has to connect. Of course, if you're in it and you show up in relationship, you have to be consistent because if you're not, oh, just people will let you go. So that's the features to one or one another rather, and then that contributes to the whole. So how, how does that all come together? Um, how do you correspond to your own surroundings? How do you connect? And, and do you connect? Maybe you don't connect. Maybe you're feeling like nothing is hooked in or, or there is no consistency because right now it's in upheaval um, between schools going back and not knowing if they're going to have to return to all online or if you're doing a hybrid or if you're working from home, are you ever going to go back to your office? Um, there's a lack of consistency right now. And part of the reason I wanted to do this was because I wanted to talk about how we um, interact with our daily lives and how we can create a safety net almost like a, a surety within yourself and and that we can I went from we to you so that we can create within ourselves and that it from that create a um, just more of a peace like a peace within you p-e-a-c-e -E, within you so I believe that consistency builds a habit, but a habit is also consistency. Ironic, eh? So if you're thinking about what would you like to do, for me lately, it's writing. I love to write. I, if I could get, when I get paid to write, I will be very ecstatic uh, because I absolutely love the process of just sussing something out, figuring out what I'm trying to say, um, and telling a story that's part of this podcasting thing, right? That it's a storytelling only it's auditory. So a habit is something that you do over and over and over again, right? So whether it's a supportive habit or not, sometimes we have a habit like chewing your nails or, um, why can't I think of another habit that's not quite supportive? Um, worrying worrying is a habit it's not something that is innate within us it has to be taught to us and it becomes a habit so that habit happens because of consistency at some point you were consistent in your worrying and nobody ever said is that getting you anywhere um is that helping you so the they become this recycling symbol, which is good because if you want to create a habit that's supportive, such as I wanted to begin writing every day, so I set that habit and it might only be a paragraph and that's okay. Or it might be ideas for future shows or classes or online courses that I promise are in development. Um, but that, because you want to, I want to build that writing habit that eventually becomes the second book. So there has to be consistency 
that does that. And one of the things that I am not able to tolerate in myself is being a hypocrite. So if I suggest to someone, either through coaching or through this show, that you create consistency or habit, you better believe a couple weeks before I'm working on it so that I can also show up and say, oh, these are some of the things you might bump into. It's important because much like the brushing your teeth example, if we don't have things that are somewhat concrete in our lives right now, it could be very easy to float off and to feel ungrounded and to feel like nothing is within our say or even a certain level of control. So it's important. It's also important if you want to have any kind of success. You've heard that expression, overnight success, right? And likely they practice or they were in their business for decades even. And it's just that we just heard about them. So it, the, if you want to have any kind of business success, there has to be consistency. If you want to have success in your relationships, you have to stay consistent in communication. You have to stay open in exercise, um, in recently I have a herniated disc and I know that it's getting better because of my consistently working it or not working it, but exercising it three times a day and then going to PT twice a week. So, and I can see the progress, which is also where some of the idea of this podcast came from. I'll be honest. Because as I was lying there doing my stretches, I'm like, wow, this is really paying off. I have less sciatic pain. Um, I haven't sworn 52 times today because for a while there I was getting quite, quite the vocabulary. I wasn't proud of myself, but it was happening. And then I realized it was the consistency. It was the commitment to my health, to myself and to those around me. So I wasn't a miserable, you know what? So it's important to decide even what is it that you would like to be consistent in. And I would suggest picking something that means something to you, but also something that is has a little bit of fun to it. So even though the exercises sometimes hurt um, or cause discomfort, they don't really hurt, I love a goal. <laughs> And the goal is to be running again. So as long as that goal is there, I can withstand the somewhat, I'll admit, I thought boring exercises that likely if I'd been doing all along, would have had a stronger core. I probably would still would have hit that bump on my bike <laughs> and blown out the disc. But, yeah, you know, this is how we learn. So... In creating consistency, you also learn where are my blocks? Where where is my excuse-o-meter? Who that excuse-o-meter will come up big time. Because consistency can be in eating well um, and in giving to your body the water that it needs and to create that where it almost becomes a... Um, like a non-thinking space. You just do it because you do it. So, and because you've set up those, those practices. So practices become habits, which then become the consistency, um, which then becomes success. So sometimes you just got to dig in 
and and apply yourself. A lot of the times when I'm working with someone and we're looking at short-term goals and we're looking at, okay, what are the, what are some of the doubts? What are some of the blocks? Are there any? Sometimes there's not. And sometimes it's just poor, um, commitment, uh, to something and actually getting up and doing it. So the points of where you have to dig in and just do it feels so good afterwards. Like, have you ever put off doing the dishes or put off uh, organizing that closet or calling someone and or returning somebody's email? Um, you put it off, you put it off, you put it off. And through some kind of procrastination method, and then you realize, oh, let me get that done. You get it done. It feels so good. One of the things that I actually suggest in my coaching practice is that the happy dance comes out. And when you accomplish something, you put the laundry away, you contact that person, you close that deal. There better be a happy dance when you do that. So by digging in and applying yourself, you get to see the results from that. And results happen again because we're willing to look at what do I want and what practices need to be put in place. Um, there are some points that I follow for myself and that I suggest that I'm going to um, include here when we come back from this uh, message. So stick around, would you? Hi there. Did you know that you can join me for Wisdom Wednesday, the last Wednesday of every month, where there's a subject that we cover and it has to do with developing your intuition and coaching. And it's a supportive group where we laugh and we do a great meditation at the end. And it allows you to connect with others from the comfort of wherever you are. And for $8 a month, gives you a little bit of connection to your own soul. So join us, won't you? Go to vickybaird.com slash booking and book your subscription today. Thanks for sticking around. It's a little different in the when you're recording the video. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do with this. So we may be just getting rid of commercials or something. I have no idea. I'm just going to have fun with this and you guys can let me know how it goes. So there are five points that I use in helping myself be consistent. Because if you get too many, like if you have too many, um, I'm going to do this, 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 you won't, you won't. Unless you're somebody who is so, so focused, you're not having any fun. Um, or you, a lot of the times what will happen is you become so focused and then it drops off, you know, after a week or so. So like when you go on a really strict eating plan, and a couple weeks in, the natural aspect of, no, nah, I'm done with this um, because your body's not getting other nutrients that it might need. Um, the same thing will happen if you have too many I'm going to's. So like I've said in previous uh, podcasts, micro movements matter. It's my 3M. I really believe in micro movements. And the more... I practice this in my own life, the more I am amazed at just how well that works because it takes the pressure off when we're, when we, um, 
and say to ourselves, okay, well, I got this. I'm going to do micro movements. And if I do micro movements consistently, I'm still going to end up where I um, intended to be and maybe even in a more appreciative space because I didn't push myself so hard. There have been some races that I've been in where I've watched people um, run the whole time. And I've even been this person where you run, you run, you run. And there's someone who run, walks, run, walks, run, walks. And they're coming in ahead of me. <laughs> and that's admittedly, that's my style now um, when I can run is to do the Galloway method, it's called. Because those micro movements, those micro steps of running, walking, running, walking, allow them to consistently move forward. Whereas if they ran straight through, maybe they would get slower and slower in pace because they got more tired. And yes, there's conditioning and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, some of us, although I believe everybody is made to run, some of us are not exactly the most streamlined, if shall we say. And that idea, though, of taking it in bite-sized pieces and micro-movements is just so refreshing. So the first step is to be clear on what the goal is. Let me try that one more time. What the goal even is. Because if it's too abstract or too big, it's likely to not be practiced or attained. Because our brain can only fathom so much and it doesn't do well with infinity or eternal for that matter. Uh, so what is the goal that you're intending to set? Is it that one room that gets cleaned out? If a lot of people are doing that, creating their home offices and the, the student spaces and everything. So is it that? Um, is there a, a next level in your business fiscally that you would like to reach? Um, is there a meditative practice? Is there a, um, you want to read a book before you go to bed at night instead of being on your phone or just get more veggies in. So be very clear on what the goal is so that when you meet it again, you will, you can do the happy dance and then you can move the marker. You can move to the next space. But it's like if you if we're working on goals and someone wants to do a year plan, I'll do it with them. But then I'll say, okay, now what's the six month plan? Okay, what's the month plan? What's the two week plan? Because the year will avoid it. We'll do other things. We just won't get there. Most people, I'm I, I'm well aware that there are exceptions to every rule. So then the next step is actually to take those steps, those micro steps, whatever those movements were that you decided you were going to do, you have to take them. There is no stinking magic wand. I have a sign in my living room, used to be in my office, uh, that says, uh, life it has no remote. You have to get up and change it yourself. And that is true of everything. All these do it in a weekend, um, raise your numbers, get there fast. It's just not how our conditioning works 
or how consistency works. So you have to take those micro steps and then let them add up and then celebrate what they added up to. So it's like, you know, you know that expression of you can't, you can't eat just one. So those things add up too. Some good. Why do you think they came up with it? You know, they knew that more, if somebody did one chip after another chip, after another chip, after another chip, they're going to buy more bags of chips. So it works for them. Right? So be willing to look at the emotions that will come up because typically about the third micro movement in there's some kind of feedback loop that's going on and some aspect of yourself, likely your subconscious that is communicating and saying, um, who do you think you are? You know, are you being too big for your britches or this is too hard? Usually has the word too assigned to it. Be aware of them and then face them. Your emotions are nothing to be afraid of. So if you look at them and say, okay, what's coming up here? Be inquisitive. What is my emotional body communicating to me? What am I trying to learn here? There'll be less friction and less static in your head. So if you're facing them, be kind. Um, ask how you can help yourself. Uh, I had one just this morning. I was doing my exercises, not to beat a point, but I was. And I've made that my meditation practice as well because I also like efficiency. So as I'm uh, breathing in, something came to me and I became aware of what I was blocking in my own life and then how... Um, I had an experience this weekend where, you know, when you get in that full on belly laugh about something silly that I, I, my head went to that. That was so fun. Why don't I laugh that hard more often? And then it circled around to allowing myself feeling like I deserve to have that levity because although I feel like I'm a very humorous person, um, I can get very, focused and caught up in the seriousness and the reverence of things that I don't, I forget to be silly and silly in its, I just learned this last week from another podcast in its, um, origin of the word means to be blessed. So perhaps we could add a little bit more silliness to those emotions. When the emotions come up, have a conversation with them and see if you can shift them just a smidgen. So can you go from frustrated to uh, neutral or to inquisitive? Um, can you allow the anger to shift to hurt because that's usually what it wants to go to. And then once it goes there, you can shimmy it to um, up the scale to uh, healing. So be honest with yourself and um, forgive the slips that will happen. And this is the next step. There will be a little bit of back and forth 
or forth and back. When you're creating new patterns and new habits, there's all oh, such a defining word. There can be an experience where you, um, the, the critic steps in and some of those messages get in and then the, uh, the slip ups or the forgot, for instance, over the weekend, I didn't do any writing. And on Monday morning, I was little kibitzing in my head and then said, you know what? It's fine. <laughs> the world does not come to an end because Vicki didn't meet two of her days that she said she would write. So being honest with myself that I didn't want to do any um, inquiry over the weekend. I wanted to have fun. I, my back was feeling pretty good and I wanted to be in that. I wanted to enjoy it. So they strengthen us much like when a bone breaks, it's typically stronger afterwards. So if you can look at when something loses momentum or slides back a little bit as a place of strength, what is it showing you? What is it teaching you? How are you going to um, create more of an awareness in yourself so that you can see it coming. Um, if you forgot to do something, uh, just realize and, and, and even appreciate that you remembered it at some point <laughs> and that you're going to do it now. So you will forget. You will eat too many carbs. Um, you will decide to take a rest day instead of working out, which is smart sometimes anyway. Um, it's good to do. It's good to recognize that perfection does not exist. I was just working with someone today where that message that perfection is what we're uh, striving for, but it, if it doesn't exist, how the heck are you going to get there anyway? So a little bit of being kind, still committing and still creating the consistency, but recognizing that, oh, I'm going to build that consistency because I'm not avoiding the fact that I just ate that whole sleeve of crackers. I'm actually looking at it and saying, okay, that is not best serving me. So the next time I want to eat the whole sleeve, um, maybe I don't buy them and bring them in the house or Maybe I eat consciously, so if I am eating that whole sleeve, I didn't do it with my head checked out. So if it sounds like I'm talking from experience, I am. So <laughs> um, have a commitment on the calendar. If there's no end date, we will, days go into days go into days. I mean, it's the middle of September right now. Does anybody feel like it should be the middle of September, things move quickly. So if there's no date on the calendar, it's too easy to let stuff slide. So I uh, put it in ink or put it digitally, whatever works for you. Every one of the task um, applications can send you a notification. I use Basecamp for my business. But Google uh, Gmail has tasks. Um, you can use Trello, uh, Evernote. Ever There's just so many different ways to 
remind yourself. There's countdown timers. Um, there's so many ways that we can hold ourselves accountable because that's what this is about. The thing that I think is most frustrating for people is to realize when they, you know, maybe look back a couple weeks, months, years, decades even, I've had that conversation with people that you realize that it's, I don't think any time is necessarily wasted if you've eventually learned from it, but there's a sadness that can be there in, I could have had this done by now. Notice I said could, not should, because guilt has no place here. So put the commitment on the calendar, commit to yourself and then put it on there. And even the consistencies, you know, if, if you're a person who writes things out, there are a lot of planners that have that, that you can use. Um, so the, um, next step is to consider an accountability partner or coach. Consider someone, it can be a friend, it can be a coach, it can be, um, you know, a mentor, but consider having someone outside of yourself that you are accountable to, for. <laughs> um, you're, you're committing to yourself, but that you're accountable to some other. I've done this with friends, I've done it in mastermind groups, um, my own coach, uh, there's a, or a commitment to you guys every Wednesday. I said I'd do it. So it shows up on Wednesday. And yes, there are some Tuesday nights where I'm recording this, um, editing it and getting it uploaded before the um, publication time. But that accountability allows us to learn and see our brilliance. It allows for us to expand as souls, as humans, as contributors to our planet and our universe. And I really do hope that people eventually come to realize that accountability is something to be even striving for because without the, you know, bullwhip of, of perfection, it feels really good. So, the partner or the coach can also reflect to you that you have made progress because sometimes we get too in our head and we can't see that we've um, accomplished things as we've gone along. And oftentimes I'm saying to someone, okay, but when we talked about this, you started at, you know, maybe even beyond the zero part. And now you're in a place where, you know, you've, created the corporation or you've got your first contract or you fired that client that was a pain in the chuchibumi so that you can open up the other parts of your business to succeed. Um, and it's hard for us to see sometimes because we're in it. So an accountability partner or a coach can reflect that back to you and it acts as a little infusion of belief in self. So uh, it's important that when you're communicating with another person that you're also communicating with yourself. This isn't one of the points, but it's coming up off the top of my head. So I'm going to add it as a little addendum. Um, 
if you give yourself a, um, a, an intention of meeting and, and, and observing and recognizing that I've been honest about my, my, what my goal is and, and I want it, um, it feel, it, it gives you that check-in. It gives you a check-in. So, um, I believe it was Steve Jobs who said, um, uh, paraphrasing here, I have looked in the, the mirror every day and asked myself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I'm about to do today? And if that answer was no, too many days in a row. Sometimes it's a, no, I don't want to do that today. But it's not the too many days in a row. If there's too many days in a row, then he said he knew he needed to change something. Um, and that, to me, has always been I'm impactful because that ability to look at yourself in the mirror, first of all, kudos. Um, I really hope it was Steve Jobs. <laughs> uh, if not, I'll correct it in the show notes. But if your answer, if you're facing that too many days in a row, well, maybe your goal needs to shift. Maybe it needs to change. And do you even want it? Is it something that is worth being consistent for and you know maybe something else needs to show up okay so when you consider consistency in your life what is that what is a good consistent run um you know is it a week is it a month is it a year a decade like what the, what is that time frame because while we may be a soul that's eternal, we work with time as humans. And if we're going to merge the soul and the human self to be living the best example and experience we have, um, these are some things we need to merge. You need to be looking at what is my idea of consistency. If I string three days together, do I feel consistent? Oh man, start there. Do not jump to... 10 weeks or something like that. Start with the three days. The ability to also connect with self, to be listening to your intuition, to use your intuition, happens through consistency. This is not something that most of the time you get struck on the head and all of a sudden it's there and you have all this knowledge. It's based on practice and being consistent with listening to your own voice. And if you want to know who you are and you want to merge that soul and physical self, well, then consistency has to be part of that as well. So I wish you the best in this and certainly let me know if you have any questions uh, and if you would like to do some coaching or attend Wisdom Wednesday, um, I would love to have you there. And I'm so grateful and thank you for being here and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at, at Coach Vicki Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at vickibaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I 
B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.